Still not full, Jerry. It's not going to be for a little while. How long does it take uh, for another full moon to get here? A month, right? Is it a month? I, actually, I really don't know. <laughs> They're telling me 28 days. But they've days. lied to me before. These are the same people that told me that uh, there's a different moon in Boston than there is in New York. So I really don't know what to believe. But we know that's not full. How much we know as we play here to the seventh inning. Welcome back to Small State of Big Takes. This is episode 160, opening take for Stephen O. Scott. What do you got? Yo, 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 what the fuck is good? Happy to be back. 160, we're dangerously close to 169. That's going to be an epic episode. Cannot wait. Big things planned. Whew. Um, I'm recording at Oliver's house that night, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, ASMR <laughs> only. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet nothings in my ear, but yo, <laughs> big take. Um, <laughs> that's terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna turn around and say RIP to the rem dog right now, but I can't. Uh, this started it's hard, off so it's hard to after that, yeah. Uh, but yo, big take. Uh, RIP to rem dog for real. That this is a sad, sad, uh, sad week for Red Sox Nation, and uh, yeah, just feeling terrible about you, boy. So. That's my that's my big take. Rem dog forever, and or Orsillo too. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. yeah, that was tough. Uh, Sunday morning to to hear that. Um, it was. All all the homies hate cancer. We all know that. That's well obvious. Uh, by at at this point in life, but uh, it's a fact. Yeah, that was tough because that that you know Remy was our childhood, and Remy and Orsillo in particular were our childhood because they started in like. Oh, one together, I think, around that time or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that's really that was it. And uh, when Orsillo left, that hurt. And now, obviously, this hurts infinitely more because there's no more Remy. So it's going to be tough. It'll never, never be the same. It'll never be replicated. And sadly, it may never be as good, but it is what it is, I guess. Yep. You know, for what it's worth. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Gilly. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, I, I just think for what it's worth, I think that not having Orsillo, to be honest, in a way, kind of makes it a little bit easier already. You know what I mean? Like the Band-Aid's already been ripped off and it kind of sucks, but I feel like transitioning to someone other than Remdog would make it a little bit more difficult next year. And again, maybe, I don't know, I do love Don Orsillo and I miss him, but I don't know, I'm trying to look for the silver lining there in that regard. But but speaking of baseball, we do have a guest tonight. Yes, sir. From Around the Diamond podcast is in the building. What's at up, Around Pod. Great Hell handle, yeah. by the way. At Around Pod. Like, that's, <laughs> that, I don't know. That, that's pretty great. Yeah. I, I think you guys have been around for a while, so it's not like that uh, was a recent recent take in terms right. of the, uh, the handle there. But how are no, you doing? No, yeah. I'm good. good. I'm good. I actually didn't even make the handle. Like, that wasn't even my decision at the time that was my former co-host evan who i fired uh, in disgrace no i'm just kidding uh oh, <laughs> I, uh, damn, that would have been so much fun he's looking for some controversy um, no no um but yeah so he he made that handle and he was like i think he made the instagram as well i can't even remember but uh yeah is he gone now no. is he no longer part of the he's, he is gone now um we still have him in our hearts um just like ram dog um but uh no I, uh, it's a terrible comparison <laughs> terrible comparison um having a hard time coming in hot. yeah right oh my gosh no um 
the insensitive pod. This is the one. <laughs> wow. R.I.P. Right Wait, so you're the only one on that? This is now? this is how I deal with pain. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I am the I'm the only one on the pod now. Yeah. So I went oh, through. Shit. You know, this right. So me and Evan, we just uh, we don't have the same work schedules. Really, I work second shift, and he works freaking early mornings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like as soon as I get home and ready and pumped to record a freaking small stick big takes podcast, he's <laughs> he's toning down the night, you know, he's chilling in his bed and, uh, or he's, he's actually working out. He, he eats vegan. He works out. He's got amazing abs. He's going to listen to this. So I got to just back him up. <laughs> but, uh, no, he's, no, probably, Evan. In bed. he's, he's probably in his bed. Babies. So, you know, it's like, we just don't have the same work schedule anymore. So now I'm either rocking a solo pod or I'm getting a guest on. Spoiler alert. The guest is in this uh, video call right now. Whoa. Uh-oh. Sounds Uh-oh. like, uh, Let's sounds eat. like, Sounds like one of you has a work ethic. <laughs> you could say that. You could say that. Um, yeah, but uh, thanks for having me, guys. This is, this is going to be a blast, and I'm excited. Any uh, any big take to, to jump off on here? Big take? Um, I mean, first off, the Red Sox played way better than they should have this past season. Uh, I had them pegged at around 83 to 85 wins going into this season, uh, shooting low because the pitching looked like that. But uh, they just got hot, you know. They were they were a hot, streaky team, and they got hot at the right time, beating the Yankees in the wild card game. Um, but the big take is that in the offseason, they're going to sign Marcus Stroman. Ooh, I love it. Stro show. I'm on board. Stick. I want Marcus Stroman or I want Anthony Desclafani or Alex Wood. That's what I want. I'm you know, all pitch. set with Alex Wood. For starters, Wood. for starters. Just I'm all set too. with Alex Wood. Me too. But Alex Wood Desclafani would, would be an interesting depth guy. Um, but Stroman's, I think, is the best pitcher out of that group. Absolutely. By, how, by much, margin. I, how much would you pay for Stroman? How old is he? Um, he's 30, I think he's 31, right around there. I could see he's going to be asking for a lot because he had a really good season. Uh, doesn't have a big K percentage, so that'll not, definitely pull him down. Guy. But he also doesn't walk a lot. He's good mm. with the the ERA and whip. Um, a good solid floor there, I think. <sighs> he's going to ask for a lot. And I'm scared for how much he's going to be asking for, which is why we're not I talking like Zach money. Wheeler money, are we? He oh! could come out asking for Zach Wheeler. Really, Strowman? He could try. Dude, I mean, you—he he kicked look, the can at, down the road last year in terms of trying about, to do like a one year to prove it, and then he kind of had a pretty good year. Think about Zach Wheeler too when he hit the free agent market. He was not a proven commodity. He had a really good season, and then you know, really good season with the Mets. But before that, it was always like it was all wins- hype. When's he going to do it? When's he going to do it? it When's he going to do it? Then he did the thing, and now he's in the Frazier market, and everybody's like, do we pay him because of the thing he did, and do we think he's going to do it again? Luckily, it's worked out for the Phillies, um, and I think it'll work out for whatever team picks up Marcus Stroman, but they're different pitchers as in, you know. I was just going to say, I think Zach Wheeler the whole time has had a higher ceiling than what Marcus Stroman has shown can, absolutely can, has shown is yep. hyped up to be or whatever and that plays into it but i zach wheeler got five years 120 or 118 if you want to get specific i don't know if stroman gets 120 <laughs> but i can see him getting 100 i was gonna say five and 100 and i would do that in rp 
I say I, th- I think it's a no-brainer. I don't think he gets close to that much. I think he gets 60 mil max, and I don't know how many years. Oof. Yeah, I was, I was hoping, I was hoping like four years, 80 million. That was what I was hoping for. If there's I, a lot of competition, and obviously there probably will be because it's pitching, maybe we gotta go higher. Yeah, like I want Gosman. <laughs> I just do. I think that's, I'm on that train. That's Even right up here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, uh, that's my kind of weird want, but I love Strowman and I love Zach Wheeler. So mm-hmm. if we can get a little bit of either one, I mean, I, I kind of compare Gosman more to Zach Wheeler. He's yeah. not as good. He's not as good. But you the don't style. Think so? No. He might be. I love Zach Wheeler, man. Like, I've liked Zach you, Wheeler. What are you judging him off? Like, this past year, Gossman was better. Yeah, this past year, I guess it's a little recency bias and the fact that he continued in the playoffs. Like, I don't know if Wheeler – like, here's the other thing. The market. Philly is a big market, too, in sure. baseball terms. Like, he didn't do that great. Like, it was always hype in New York. It was always hype. Um, I fear that Zach Wheeler, if he were to move – I know he's locked in – but if you were to move again to another big market team, he wouldn't be as good. I think he's one of those guys that doesn't perform in a big market. Those are the Mets not a big market? No, they are. So he went from one big market to another big market. What's one more big market? I'm saying big market. No, well, I don't think the <laughs> Phillies market, are as market. big of a market as the Mets. I I, I don't. <laughs> to, in I mean, my uh, personal opinion. Yeah. I think the, the Mets up are there, much but like the BD and shit. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, New York and Philly, like, New York's a much bigger city, higher expectations. Mets fans are actually kind of brutal, not going to lie. So are Phillies fans, but Mets fans are brutal. Wheeler never put together a longevity, like, of of health in New York either. That was it it with him in New York was he would have a couple months, and then he was out for, like, two years, (laughs) and then he put together that one – that one year right and then got paid the next year so i will say he looking at his stats now actually he's a little more consistent than i thought he was uh 2017 was 86 innings pitched so not great that was definitely the injury year but right after that 2018 182 195 innings 2020 71 innings so like not bad with the mets he was definitely all over the place but his last two years with the mets it was a 331 era and then a 396 so decent pitcher Strowman definitely had a better year going into free agency. But, uh, like Zach Wheeler is like a Tampa, a Toronto, like those like weirdly in the middle, like market team type mm. p- type pitcher. I think that stress is huge on some players. Like, I, I don't know the best example. I can't pull one off the top of my dome. Blake Snell. Blake Snell? I mean, Blake <laughs> Snell, but San Diego – isn't it's starting to turn a little bit but san diego is not a huge market no you're actually right i just you know they they've been spending a lot of money lately and they're trying to become that big market um like i just think of it as this year san diego had all the hype all the pressure all the every all the eyes were on them and blake snell did not have a good year david price is a good example david price like I loved David Price in Boston, don't get me wrong, but he did like flip-flop with a a couple of years there, right? Like he was great one year, eh, the next. 
But when he was in Toronto, he was great. When he was in Tampa, he was great. Smaller market teams. He's not doing anything in LA right now. So, and I know one year was COVID, but hey. Rick Porcello vibes every other year. Yes. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Dallas Keuchel too, actually. He was the same way. I feel like every other year. It's like drop him in fantasy. And then it's like, ah, next year he's overrated. For the record, <laughs> the other um, starting pitcher free agents, you have Grinky, who's going to be 38, Verlander 39, Kershaw 34, Scherzer 37. So Stroman, Gosman are both 30. They're going to be the youngest ones, probably get the biggest contracts. Give me Clinton Kershaw. I want to say about Stroman, <laughs> I would love to – yeah, <laughs> Kershaw. I – uh. I think Stroman hates the Red Sox. I think he hates our fans. I think he's got long-standing beef with us since he was a Blue Jay. He talks. He was talking shit when he was a Met about the Cora scandal, cheating scandal. I think he's just got. I think he has a preconceived notion he doesn't want to be here. And like, I love to have him. I've always liked Stroman, but I always felt like he had something against us. So, mm. is he know. a Yankees fan too? I think he is. I think they all like- are. Well, they when they spurred him though, like where they like refused oh. to pay him, and so then he's like, he's kind of he's pissed, but he grew up a Yankee fan, so that would make sense because you're right. In terms of him not liking the Red Sox, hmm. yeah, I've always felt like he has a little bitch on us, and I'm like, dude, I like us, like I like you. Why don't you fucking like me? You fuck. That's how I feel. About <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my dating life. My yeah, God, yeah, right. That's <laughs> the truth. Are you going to be at his house for the 169 episode? <laughs> no, no. He's not getting the invite over mine either. <laughs> my my other question, bringing up money, Carlos Correa, how much do you guys think he's getting in free agency? For real. Let's, for, let's be for real here. Okay. I'm basing this off of what Passon said about Seager. Do you hear that? There was a report. Uh, Passon said somewhere on an interview that Seager – He's expecting Seager to get almost around 300 to be huh. on the. It can't Yankees. be real. It can't be so real. If if that logic applies, Correa is going to get 250. Dude, yeah, it depends on who signs first. I think that's going to be the most interesting. Uh, yeah, so that's the market. Yeah. I feel like I think Trevor Story is probably going to take a one-year deal, possibly. Yeah. Um, this, sure. this past year was pretty sucky. Um, before that, he was extremely consistent. We do our top 10 episodes, uh, like right before the season starts for each position. And he was my top shortstop for the past three years. Um, and then going into now going into next year, it's like, he just really, you know, shit hit the fan. Like it was rough. So I feel like he's going to take a one-year deal. Uh, Simeon's still there. Baez is still there. Yeah. Correa and Seager. But yeah, I, I, I definitely think you're right about him getting a, maybe about 50 million less than Correa. I think that's kind of, and I think that's about right. 250 though? I he wants, he wants Listen, that big money though. I heard, that's a lot. He talked that, to Lindor after they signed him, right? And that's what I was going to say. Is Lindor, it, I thought it was crazy talk until I, I was like, wow, how worse is xyz is ops and lindor lindor's got like an 820 career ops and i know it's just an arbitrary number there's a lot more into it but Corey seager i think he's played he's played significantly less games but he's got a higher career ops than lindor dude Corey Seager's good no doubt he is but 250 million i know yeah, we adjust for inflation dude we're like What's going on here? That's he's only pop- 27. That's why. That's you know why. What I mean? yeah. he's a not quarter 30. billion dollars for Corey Seager. You he's got, not dude, 30. 
He's not 31. He's not Xander, who's going to be 30 going into his free agent year when he opts out. He's he also plays shortstop too. And he plays short, short like stop. a shortstop. And there are a lot of shortstops on the market, so maybe it works against them, and they all bring each other down, um, which would be and, interesting. And Correa and Seager are both studs in the playoffs. Correa, they're both injury prone. They're both very. And they're that, both that's the biggest prone. question. Yes. Yeah. Correa, I can see getting like two hundred million dollars. Seager, I don't see it. I'm sorry, I don't know what my problem is. I mean, because you're a hater. Bizarre. He's burned you too many times in fantasy, dude. I, like, what is going on? Like, like I remember when Bryce Harper was a free agent. It was like, yo, he's gonna break the record for like the most money ever given in my mind. And he, you know, he got like a ton of money. And Machado got a ton of money at the same time, and that made sense because they're both young and great players. What I mean, Seager, I guess he's clutch sometimes, but he's just a fucking guy. Correct. I, I don't know. I, no, my I, brain can't handle going this. Going back to that I'll, Wheeler talk, though, is yeah. they're only 27. A lot of the time, hitters don't reach their peak until 29, 30. So they're expecting it to keep going up, just like Zach Wheeler. Maybe it was overpay at the time, but it's been paying off because yeah, he, he just keeps going up and up. So Cray and Seager, I think, are both they're not they're not plateauing. They're not declining. They're both still going up, and that's part of it. Is they're expecting these guys to get better. Is Seager the, the guy for your team, though? Middle of the lineup? Like, Lindor, I guess. If I you're the Yankees, if you're the Yankees, yeah, Seager's your guy. I, I think it kind of correlates to what we just saw. What? How long has Harper been in Philly? Like, three years, right? Something like that? Yeah, you know, no, that, no. that that race is much of the same conversation you're trying to have, Steve. Like, we saw Manny Machado, uh, Bryce Harper, all going for that big money. Now, those guys were, like, game changers, yeah. At, the t- at the time, right? Sure. I think we're kind of going into this talk. It just so happens that all of these guys are in the same position, right? So all of these guys can change a lineup. Can they not? I mean, like yeah. Seager right now is, is one of the hottest hitters on the planet, right? So, and, and Trevor Story, like, yeah, he was great for the last couple of years, had a shitty year this year, whatever. I can see where the one-year contract would make sense to him. But like a guy like... Um, Oh shit! I'm blanking. Uh, Correa, Correa is is a guy on a team that is like the dude, right? When he he did the watch thing, it was everywhere, right? He he is a guy that you can pin your franchise on, and it, it just so happens he's at the the premier position to sell tickets and all this shit. So I, I don't know. I think it's just who's on the market, and it's weird that it's just shortstops. I think that's the difference where we yeah. saw game changers at different positions. Yeah and like bigger names last yeah time. i'll defend you a little bit steve here i i think the reason you might not see him as the guy is and this is an arbitrary number but it's also a number that a lot of people just go straight to but the home run totals yeah he's not he's not gonna hit you 40 bombs he's just not that's just not the player he is so like comparing him to harper or somebody like that it's like that guy's seen more as a star um, and maybe Seeger should get more of his due, but he also does get injured uh, quite frequently, and it's tough to get a full season out of him. But even in a full season, most amount of home runs he's hit in a season, 26 home runs. It's a nice number. The past two years, he's hit 16 home runs. You know, he hit 16 home runs this past year. Uh, 409 plate appearances. It's like not a full, full season. It's nice, and he's probably still going to get a lot of money, but uh, maybe he's not worth that long, long deal. But he's also a shortstop, too. No, just is also for fun. Really nice. And you make a good point. So just for fun, how if we had a time machine and Jimmy Rollins and Hanley Ramirez both 
in, in 2000, like I'm thinking like Marlins Hanley and like Jimmy Rollins MVP came out of the woodwork right now in 2021. How much money would they get in the free agent market? Because these guys were fucking absolute gangsters. Like when I think of them, like those were like hallmark shortstops. Like I would sell my whole team for those guys. I don't give a fuck about Corey Seager. I swear <laughs> to God, I don't care. I feel like I think I, I, Ryan not, I, right do, now. I don't want my team to spend the money on Corey Seager, but I do think a team will. That's I think I agree with that. Where, I, that's I think how that's I feel where about you're it. coming from, Steve. Because yeah. if if you wake up on December. Th- 28th and you see that the Red Sox paid 270 million to Corey Seager you're going to lose your fucking head you're going to go crazy that would not, be not if he's playing second base <laughs> no I don't want that though I don't want it either way like sure he's good but not for me <laughs> that, that's what I mean some someone somewhere is going to get that will it be the Yankees it could be and then uh, I don't know they're going to have two 300 million dollar players to miss the playoffs who knows right but big big take here, Corey Seager is going to have a better season than Jimmy Rollins ever had. Oh, <gasps> whoa! Jimmy yeah. Rollins had some two thousand seven. Jimmy Rollins, the MLB the show card, unreal. Yeah, he was the goat. I don't, I don't know the stats <laughs> off the top of my head, but that's the. That's it, it was almost forty forty. I, I have it right 30. here. Oh, uh, was it? Oh, 30, 30. And then he had, like, didn't he have like no? That was his 20, 20, 20, 20 year, I think. Right? He had thirty home runs, forty one stolen bases. How many triples? I don't have that in front of me. 20. Um, yeah, 20 triples, right? 20 triples. <laughs> he hit 296, 344, 531. 119 runs created plus 6.5 war. How old was he? Ooh, interesting. Well, 28. That would make me have to do my own math. I'm not, you <laughs> oh, know. Well, I'm, I'm asking kind of the guest here. <laughs> I, I just want to know because... <laughs> <laughs> well, he... How how much longer did he have as as a prime though? Like he was okay. Imagine he's twenty eight. Like yeah, no, I mean, and that also matters, you know, because yeah, the age of yeah, when but you it's twenty seven, twenty eight year old Jimmy Rollins on the open market. Like he's gonna get paid. Oh, he would yeah. get paid. But he would get paid. But he fucking like petered off in like two years. He was like fucking like a normal guy, and then he sucked. Like he was well, out in the White Sox. What about Derek Jeter? Part of it is his skill set different though. than fifteen years ago as well. Was it was it's, that? Okay. Well, no, his skill set, although he did steal bases for a while longer, but still, yeah, I feel did. like yeah. at, at the crux of it, I think Corey Seager is probably a better pure hitter than Jimmy Rollins, as crazy as that sounds, yeah. as it's coming out of my mouth. But like, I just feel like Rollins is like kind of a, a boom, a booming guy where he was electric, but at the same time, Corey Seager is like the steady Eddie that's going to, yeah. it's probably not going to really disappoint you big time Rollins, unless it's like yeah. health related. Rollins doesn't walk a lot. And he also had maybe two seasons where his power was good. So he's like living on his average and the stolen bases. Like that's his game and the defense, obviously, which is, that's a great player, but it's things that just generally don't age well. And also BABIP, like, you know, the luck of your batted ball, like what's going to happen when you hit the ball, it's luck. You know, if I hit it over the fence, no luck involved. Cool. You know, that's why power and walks are, you know, so highly valued these days. So a guy like Jimmy Rollins probably isn't going to get as much money. Do you think that Corey Seager, wherever he goes, he does a tandem deal with Kyle and they, it's like, like Durant and DeAndre Jordan, where it's like the Nets paid DeAndre Jordan two years, 20 million, just because they're like, we don't want to screw this up. Like, we'll, we'll pay your, your best friend here. That's fine. That would be interesting. That would be cool for them. Yeah. Yeah, That'd be fun. Get a year together. But like, what team, like are the Yankees, Yankees might do it. Yeah. 
I keep pointing at Yankees because I think Seager. <laughs> I think I think the yeah, I think they're the favorites to get Seager, but I could see them shelling out a, like a I don't know a, a one year deal on Kyle Seager too. Even if they don't get Corey Seager, that would be funny if they ended up with Kyle Seager instead of Corey Seager. He just looks like a fucking Yankee, doesn't he? he does. They just wrote he the name, the wrong name down on the paper. They're like, yeah. oh, I said oh, Corey yeah. Seager. Kyle Seager for two Not his older oh brother. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Looking yeah, at, I'm, I'm just doing this just, just for fun. Henley Ramirez. Let's see. He's MVP. Came in t- second MVP race 2009. He hit 24 home runs, 27 stolen bases, batted 342. When was he a free? I want to know when he's a free agent. When Boston given, signed him. Well, oh, yeah. before that, right? Yeah, yeah well, it got to be right. I don't paid, even know. Or was that an extension when he first got paid? He might have been. So he gets traded. What's what's the no, contract no, never situation? Mind. Yeah, how would he get on the Dodgers again? I got he got tra- he did get traded to the, the Dodgers, but I don't know for what. Let's see. Uh, this is very fascinating to me because I would so. For who is he traded for to the Dodgers? Whoa! You see that? You see that? Yeah, wait, wait! Someone else guess. Or an active player <laughs> who is very near and dear to our hearts had a great, great postseason. No longer playing. Right. We'll, we'll flashback active, to 2018. No going, going from yep. the Dodgers to the Marlins, right? Correct. E- yes. Yeah. Did we get a team of like who? He, did he play majority with the Marlins? Um. I don't remember him. That was like that must have been his first team or something close to that. But he, you, you know a lot about this guy. You uh, love him. You love him. <laughs> I knew he was somebody. I knew who there was. He, some he name. might be on our favorite team. It's so funny to look at past trades and realize you know no what guess. a guy was supposed to be. Wait, no, wait, I wait. gotta guess. Um, would you say Josh? No, Josh is friends with him. Go. Oh, there it is. Was I, guess? Oh. I didn't even hear it. It's not Eric Ebron. No, yeah, that's, that's my his cousin. brother. That's that's my cousin. Cousin. Josh is related to him. <laughs> that's Eric Ebron. Come on, Oliver, you know it. Oh, by the way, that was Hanley's first contract uh, with the Red Sox. Nathan Eovaldi. Yes! Correct. <laughs> really? I knew he was with the Marlins. I remember because we, me and my, me and Evan, recently were just talking about. Did you know Nathan Eovaldi was with the freaking Marlins? Like what? Oh, yeah, no, I didn't know that. I am around, man. He is my boy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nasty yeah. man. Manley's only contract Nasty, was dude. with the Red His Sox. only free agency contract was with Was the it Red really? Because I thought he was older maybe when, like, when contract, he had that rookie traded, year. I want to say he was traded, like 27 signed. or something. Like he was, I feel really? like he was older. I don't know. Maybe that's crazy. According but. to Spot Track, signed out a contract and then traded to Florida in 2005 and then traded to LA in 2012. 2005. So, and then signed a four-year, eighty-eight million. I don't see anything about extensions anywhere. Yeah, that's so sad. Oh, no, no, there's one. There's an extension here, six years for seventy million in two thousand nine. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. I was gonna say because his salaries don't like two twenty fourteen no, arbitration. No one was getting sixteen million. <laughs> that's that makes more sense. Remember when he was gonna be our left fielder? Oh. I love that. I loved Hanley. <laughs> that was awesome. I loved it. I just want to say though. At that time, so imagine just just in my imaginary world that that doesn't even is not even real. If he was a free agent at age twenty seven, let's just say, I would have given him, I don't know, three hundred million dollars, no doubt, ten years. Oh my goodness! 
he was out of the league by 2019 at age 35. And I know I'm not saying that that's going to happen to Seager, but I just, I just, I just can't, I just can't do it with shortstops, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm compa- I, this is just a mute point and probably is comparing apples to oranges, but I don't know. Hanley's Hanley's better than Seager ever was. It opinion. sounds like something emotionally you need to deal with. Yeah, it's <laughs> personal. Your hate, very you know, personal. Your, yeah, you can't really, you know, he sees shortstop and it's like, I can't. All right, we are running long. Marco Scudero. Mark, I saw him hit two home runs in one game in LA. Whoa. All right, yeah, well, Oliver, go ahead. We have six We're running long time, so we got to ask him a question. You ready, Sam? Yeah. Sam, do you listen to our podcast sometimes? I've listened to it before, yeah. I had to do my research, obviously. I have psychologically to through, Sam, to the analyzed end. each one of you. All the way through, yeah. Do, do you know what the question I'm about to ask you is? Yeah, I do. All right, do it. Answer it. Let's go. All right. Um, I would say... I would say Mike is my favorite host. That's what I would no, say. No, no, no! Oh, no, sorry. Oh, wait, no, I'm way... Oh, I'm so... I'm way off. Whoa. Um... <laughs> Fair oh, enough, though. Fair enough. No, no. Respect it. No, no. Yeah, rank, I, uh, rank right, your host. All right, see us. <laughs> rank the host. All right, let's That's see. <laughs> Mike is Rhode Island. Steve is Connecticut. Okay. Josh, you're going to get a cool Massachusetts. How about that? Oh, wow. Ah, thanks, man. Appreciate <laughs> no, no. that. All right, all right. What is it? The New England States? Yes, sir. Is that yes. What it is? Okay. All right. That was good. That was good, man. My favorite state. funny. Um, I mean, obviously, you got to have Massachusetts at the top. Sure. Uh, now, I don't know. I don't know Rhode Island very well. I honestly don't. Where are you um, from? It's also the smallest one. I live in Connecticut. My man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, you know, heavily biased, and as we all are, but I'm putting Connecticut number two because I. Let's go! And I honestly you. think. Shit. I honestly think it's, and maybe I'm doing it under number two because it gets hated on so much, but. I think it has a lot more to give than people give it credit for. Thank you. Um, I mean, Wait, give us some examples, please, because I love Connecticut. It's my number two. Uh, you know, what's the most popular food ever? Pizza. pizza? We have the best pizza. Okay, they cool. Do. You know, every that's other pizza. Been, it just, I think that's it, been established. Even though most of us have Connecticut at six, they have the best pizza around. Yeah, best pizza. And then also, like, and maybe it's just, like, where I live. I, I live right near, like, Hartford, Manchester. Um, so I'm Hartford. near... I'm just in like the hub of everything. Like I can just drive 10 minutes and be at the mall at, you know, any store you really want to be at, you know, so many different food places, uh, just a lot of things to do. I just think it's a very active, active place. Obviously it's not as beautiful as some other places I'm putting below it, (laughs) but (laughs) which speaking of uh, number three, man, gosh, I'm probably gonna go Maine. Uh, my family vacations in Maine quite a bit, and it's it's nice, man. I, I do really like Maine. Um, number four, what do I have? I got Vermont and Rhode Island. Is that it? If I may pause you, I am New yes. Hampshire. I am shocked. New Hampshire. All right, shocked. I tell you that Connecticut is second. I love. What it. about oh, the yeah. highway system? That was the kind of the point. Don't bother you so much. So I go through Hartford I every currently... single day on my route to work. Maybe I've gotten used to crappy, you know, and all, that is one thing. Connecticut has some crappy roads, I will say. The, the roads are, you know, shit. So, <laughs> so, you know, it's not a perfect list, whatever. I didn't do my research. Um, <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> thank you. Um, shoot, New Hampshire and Vermont are really tough for me. 
Wait, we oh last though? Gosh. I mean, do you hate us? I've been to Rhode Island. Uh, I've been there a couple times actually. Where have you I'll been? say Rhode Island's next. Oh, Rhode Island's next. yeah, we'll I'll give it. Rhode Island number four. <laughs> we'll take Lord. the pity. The pity. Yeah. Yeah. Can I pressure you to that podium? Forward list. No, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, Rhode Island number four, and then I'll go. Man, Vermont. I'll go Vermont next, and then New Hampshire. I'm I'm putting New Hampshire last. Yeah. Off the dome, it doesn't stand out. Enough. <laughs> yeah, you know, really went downhill. Experience. Shows how much I travel, you know. Faded off. Shows how much I've really analyzed all of these states. Sam, I gotta say, I have the most respect for your list out of every list we've ever done. Oh yeah, yeah. probably the most chaotic like... list we've. Yeah. Had, <laughs> yeah. No yeah. doubt. Are you a big Connecticut guy? Are you guys all? Do you guys all have like way different lists? Yeah, oh, Steve's the only Connecticut one. We all have Connecticut last, except for oh, Steve. Oh, it's all last. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Is that me? It's I, say, a, I think it's an easy one to put last because it's like your, you know, your weird cousin you see at Thanksgiving, and you're like, yeah. this guy's weird. Do you, you have know? the He's Yankee freaking... shirt on and the Patriots hat? What are you doing? <laughs> right. I will say, yeah. I mean, I'm on the good side because obviously Red Sox, but you know, plenty of friends that are Yankee fans, which I will say, I think that's good. I think it's great for the fandom. I think Connecticut's a great spot because you can get any any which way. And then you also learn to converse with Yankee fans more often. Um, yeah. And you learn how they are. And you learn what their go-to things are. Closing take? I like it. I like it. Closing take. Great pod, guys. I'm super thankful to be on. Um, man, where, closing take. Where can the people find you real quick? Ooh, yeah. yeah. At Around Pod um, or at StellarSam44 on Twitter. Uh, new podcast come out every Tuesday. Are you guys the same Tuesday? Tuesday mornings. Yeah, yeah Tuesday mornings. Yeah, so before noon, that's when Around the Diamond comes out. I love doing the podcast. We focus a little bit more on the Saber metrics, which I kind of got in on this episode on purpose. Ha! And, uh, you know, <laughs> respect. <laughs> uh, big take. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. I really do. No problem, man. Thank you. Thank hey, you for coming sure out. to go check out smallstatebignetwork.com for all updates. And don't forget to use promo code SSBT Shocked Energy for 10% off your purchase. Shocked. Yes, sir. Shout out, Sam. Thank you for Connecticut respect. And uh... <laughs> solidarity. Solidarity. <laughs> we'll see you next week. And go Braves. Go Braves, baby. Go Braves, baby. <laughs> go Braves. Bye, everybody. Thanks, guys. You know the one you host is back, bitch.
Sure. Corey Digger? <laughs>